You are listening to episode 50 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there, friends. Happy New Year. Welcome back. I hope that you're as excited as I am for this new year and the fresh start as we turn the calendar page. I know there can be a lot of momentum and hope as we go into the new year with all the messaging around visioning and new goals. But I also know that as we get back to our schedules and we sit at her laptops in the morning. It can bring up all the old because there's still that stuff that exists. It's not like everything suddenly disappears. The old seems to collide with the new aspirations and dreams and um, new habits that we want to bring into the world. These feelings of being behind or anxious or worrying that you're not doing it right Maybe there's comparison that someone else is ahead or behind, or if you're wondering, am I really going to change this this year? These are all really normal feelings. If you've not felt those yet, I'm going to give you a little clue. You will if you set yourself out to grow and move into an unknown future this year. It's absolutely okay. That makes you normal. Don't get down. Don't get thrown off course. The thing is, is that what you will do differently with those feelings is what's going to set you apart. And I'm going to remind you that you are not the same person who you were last year. You're, you are different and you're going to go out things completely differently this year. Be aware of that. And even in the moments where you're starting to feel that old part of you, that old identity creep up and start engaging in activities the way you used to, I encourage you just to say out loud, that's not me. I am doing it differently this year. If something is going to change this year for you to do your most important work, to take ownership for your life in a way that really fulfills you and the dreams that you have for this next decade, it is going to come from one really important thing. And that is that you avoid the mistake of hiding in action this year. You know what I mean, right? It's that busyness, that full schedule. You start early, you go to bed, you end late, maybe even do some work on the weekends but you still don't make the progress at getting your voice heard 
or you're often exhausted, maybe you're disappointed that you weren't as present in your personal life or with your family as you wanted, that's about to change. If you didn't hit all of your goals last year, or as you sit down at your desk this morning, you know that you cannot do this upcoming year the same way you did last year. And if you did any of those things or experienced that, know that right now you're in the right place. Today, I'm going to show you the exact steps to avoid this key mistake that I see really smart, highly talented, high contributors that they make without knowing it. And I think that the reason, there's many reasons, but a couple of the reasons is that I see is that they get stuck in this place where they've mastered and created a lot of success. They've been successful doing things a certain way. They've become proficient at certain activities. But as we continue on in our journey, we start to become proficient at a lot of different things, right? And so the tasks and the activity increases. But what I see is that the individual doesn't increase. It doesn't expand. It's sort of like, I know for me, I still see my youngest child who's in sixth grade as though he's a first grader. Our minds don't really age or expand. And we wake up and we realize, oh my gosh, I'm at a space that in order for me to do my best work and what's really being called from me from whether that's my family, my employees, my team, or my clients, it is going to require that I expand and do things differently than what brought me here. It's that old phrase, what got me here is not going to get me there. And I see too many people, really well-meaning and well-intentioned individuals getting stuck in sort of sleeping through that phase and not understanding that it is a new day. And with that comes really identifying new activities. Now, that's one of the, the things that I see. I'm going to get into some other reasons why I think that that we hide in action. But before we do that, I want to do one thing right here, right now. I want you to take a small breath, followed by one big breath. Let's begin to slow down the parasynthetic system that part of the brain that makes things feel feels urgent or that makes them feel out of control. And let's just do it one more time for good measure. If honestly someone had told me to take a breath sometime in the past, I would probably have wanted to swat them because in essence, it's that thought that I or interpretation I would make that I'm you know, not relaxed. Who wants to be told to relax when they don't feel relaxed? I'm not doing it for that reason. But the reality is taking a breath, it physiologically can change you. It does change you. It slows down your heart rate. It slows down the release of the stress hormone cortisol from dropping in and that adrenaline that keeps you in fight or flight. The key here is that you're never at your best when you're in that space. Obviously, you're operating from a place of urgency, fear, and the need for control. So as things change, and that always feels uncertain and at times uncomfortable, be aware that simply taking a breath can bring you back into your right state. 
year after year, I find that the talented individuals and leaders with expertise who have an ability to serve that hands down are capable of moving mountains, sometimes already have. They're the kinds you really want on your team when the going gets tough. But sometimes they're unwittingly holding themselves back for reasons they can't completely understand or that they're not certain. And they do this one mistake. They blame it on their workload and they blame it on their time or the lack thereof. The biggest problem is that they don't know the real problem and we can't solve a problem we can't see or that we don't acknowledge. Instead of blaming the workload or time that there's just too many people are calling on me, I have too many tasks to do, the work keeps growing, what all, any of those types of things, they get they just, they try to move different parts. It's like that ocean. I'll be on an ocean liner and moving the marbles as they, you know, and trying to create, you know, stack the papers as they're blowing on the Titanic. This is the way of the unheard plateaued leader or the hurried plateaued leader. It's that constant doing. It's that constant busyness. My mother refers to it as a one arm paper hanger. They remain stuck year after year. They're lost in the sea of to-dos and they never get further, no matter how hard they work. Here's what the fulfilled bold leaders do that the, the hurried plateaued leader doesn't. The fulfilled bold leader does less so that they can enjoy and serve more. If the sound of that sounds too good to be true or hard to imagine, it's okay. You're in the right place. I'm going to show you how to really get at the root of that and move it. In fact, I'm going to begin with five steps. I'm going to give you an acronym and so that you can remember how to get out of hiding in action when it occurs and when you see it. Because 80% of solving a problem is actually acknowledging the problem that exists, right? The first step of the ADMIT acronym, A-D-M-I-T, is to admit. Admit that it isn't your workload, it's not your strategy, and that it is actually you. Your work fills to the amount of time you give it. The fulfilled, bold leader Design, not just designs their days, because that's a doing thing. It's much deeper than that. It's not just what they do. It's what they don't do. And it's not even just what they don't do. It's who they're being that allows them to get into the position to be doing their highest level work. What I'm saying is that you can do all you want and create strategy. You can pay for all the outsourcing of your personal time. You can have all of your, 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 you know, lower level activities accounted for. You can even hire additional people. Your firm can ad- hire different additional people. But what I find as I watch people is that those things are still not creating the solution for many people. And that's when you know you have to go do deeper and look at really what's at the root of it. And the first step is admit that it's not your workload. It is not your circumstances. 
And the way you know that is that year after year, you still find yourself at a pace of self-sacrificing and busyness. And sometimes what you'll hear yourself say is, well, I have to do this before I can do that. Or there's nobody else here that is capable of doing this. You might have be getting feedback that you don't delegate well, or you might have commentary that people in your home see that you're always working. If those are any of those of the sound familiar, I guess, then be aware that you might be at risk of hiding behind busy. The second step of the admit solution to hiding in action is to drop your inner control freak. Drop trying to live in this illusion that you actually have control over everything. Most high-performing, high-functioning, high-contributors believe that they are capable of controlling people and situations. From their kids to the car they drive, to their health, to how people receive them, or what they're selling or saying. The reality is that it's just not true. You absolutely positively cannot control other people. After all, they have 50 years of programming behind them that makes them make decisions that you can't possibly, you know, figure out. But what your attempt to control is doing is it's exhausting you. Be careful of what solutions you attempt to bring in before you decide and understand that you must let go of control. I feel like in this this last year, I've seen one of two things happen. The gift and the teacher of 2020 has been that we, one way people have taken it is that they realize they had no control. We ha- actually don't have control over things. We have to be able to adapt to show up at our best. Nobody started January 1 of 2020 and had a plan for it looking as it did. What occurred though, for those who are able to navigate is that they were able to be adaptable. They were able to, to use leadership that responded to the times. They didn't get overburdened by saying, I have to control over, control all of this, or I have to know the outcome. They were able to step into the unknown and able to step into uncertainty and fair. Well, the opposite happened for a lot of people and that it became really difficult and their inner control freak really came out. They became more regimented. They became, it's almost like I just see hands squeezing and doubled down on trying to control what they could. And it was for those people. And when we're in this idea of, and this illusion of control, it can be, well, it's, it's really impossible when you're trying to control everything to do what we're talking about, to do your most important work. So the question becomes, how do I drop my inner control freak, Rita, if that is something that has been a real constant for me for so long? The first strategy I would give is to call it what it is. Name control what it is, which is fear. I'm afraid. By even exposing that you're afraid, you immediately knock off 90% of fear's power over you. Understand, acknowledge in this space of, of this first strategy of naming it what it is. I'm allowing the illusion of control to control me. And I have no control. 
And so I let go. The second strategy is to ask yourself the question, if I let go of control, what do I fear might happen? In other words, if I wasn't afraid right now, what would I do? And finish that that statement. If I wasn't afraid right now, I would what? Make that list. Get real. Your solutions when you're not operating and making decisions steeped in fear are going to be radically different than the ones that you would make when you're trying to control everything. And when you come from a different perspective, you get different solutions and you show up in new ways. The third strategy, it's an obvious one, let it rip. Agree with yourself to be different this year. Fulfilled, bold leaders don't color within the lines. They don't stay in their lane. They don't. They speak up. They use their voice. They, they, they take risks. They give it a chance. They take a chance. Okay. So if you move from that place of, of grabbing tightly in this new year and say, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to let go of the illusion that I can control it all. And I'm going to let people move as they wish. You will find that you will have a very different experience and you will move out of this hiding in action. Step three of the acronym ADMIT. We've got your admit that it's not your workload. Drop your inner control freak. The M is in step three is make the agreement that you grow stronger every time you fail. That is what fulfilled bold leaders do. They make that agreement. Let's face it. Nobody likes to lose. No one likes to be rejected. I've never met anybody in all my conversations that say, says, I love it. No one likes to make a mistake, but failure and rejection are part of the game. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner you'll experience leading and living your most fulfilled, bold life. I know from experience that even if you give it your all, there will be times when things still don't go as you want, that they don't work out. But that shouldn't stop you from trying again. Remember your ABCs. Action brings clarity. You never know what your failure will make more clear or what it will make available. There are some cases where you never hit your goal, but that the failure teaches you something invaluable. A quick story is that as a child in grade school, I hated gymnastics. And every year when that was the topic for gym class, I found a way to get out of it. I would fake an injury. I'd be sick. I made sure I got my mom's signature on a on a little piece of paper that Rita wasn't going to participate in gym. The reason is that I couldn't do a cartwheel. So year after year, I was creative and getting excused because I didn't want to fail in front of anyone. Years later, I was with a group of individuals, and this was in my mid-20s. Don't ask me why, but we were outside after a type of a conference, and I was asked or told as people were doing cartwheels to do one, and I knew I couldn't do a cartwheel. But instead of bailing again, I was aware in that moment that I didn't want the fear of failure to keep me from participating in life. So I went for it. And I'd like to tell you that I looked like one of the Fab Five gymnasts, but I didn't. 
And one guy that I really respected laughed at me and mentioned and said I couldn't do it. But here's the thing. I realized that I lived through it. And that was the fabulous lesson of that failure. Even though I failed, I was stronger because of it. Because the next time I was going after something, my brain was able to lock in that I no longer needed to fear rejection or failure. I lived through it. It was okay. And a fulfilled bold leader knows that they can create whatever they want. It just may not happen on their first go around, right? But they keep trying. And even when they don't make it, they know it's not always about achieving, but about who they're becoming along the way. Let go of getting it right. Make the agreement that I get stronger every time I fail and you will be more open to taking those chances. And a lot of times you won't actually fail. It's the fear of it that holds us back. A lot more times than you think that chance that you take is going to be more successful than you ever realized. Now, step four to stopping that hiding in action is I. Identify your resistance and then lean into the unknown. This is what I mean by resistance. There is a resistance to to doing your most important work, to actually letting go of being busy that you might not be aware of. And with a few questions, you can understand you. You can understand yourself better. And there's power in that. Fulfilled bold leaders know that. Self-discovery is like gold to the fulfilled bold leader. They know when they can understand themselves that they know that they're not going to be led by their subconscious mind that their, their little reptilian dog that's making decisions seven seconds before they are. These are some of the types of questions. Do I need to be the one to get every phone call back for my clients? Do I need to spend an hour on this project that someone else could do? do does my email need to look this tidy? Is there something I'm resisting? Is there something I'm not willing to feel? Am I willing to relax? Understand that there is a lot of ego tied to one's work. A lot of ego. Leading from the ego is not authentic. Many people identify that they are their job or they are their title. And when that comes away and when they move to a new position, they realize how much they identified with it and how much of it was was ego-based. Again, leading from your ego is not authentic. You want your work to come from the intention to serve and love, that it's about others before it's about you and you building your business or being seen in a certain way. But for the love of the game, that's what it's about, that you will, you, you know, you, you do this and you won't be exhausted by your work. You will be fulfilled Okay, so identify what resistance you have to actually going and doing your most fulfilling work. When you look at what you're resisting, you free up a lot of bandwidth that's keeping you from not only being more peaceful, but being more impactful. When you stick to your old identity, who it was and how you approach things in the past, 
It prevents you from being who is needed today. You might not be validated as the special flower because you might not be able to touch all of or, or, or get back to all those exact people or whatever, but it will give you your energy and your time back and be a more authentic and expansive level of you as well as your leadership. Step five, train your brain for your new reality. So what I mean there is that you have to stop and see it differently in advance. What I want you to do right now is just for a moment, pause. And imagine you're six months into 2021. You've made the most of your time and you're doing your most important work, making the life-changing impact that deep down you've known you're capable of, that you've been preparing for, and it's going well. You dropped being busy and hiding in action. And just looking at like things are active, but not really progressing your greatest work. It's all happening. What three things did you do that really set your goals in motion and helped you stay focused and followed through? Think about it for a moment. What three things did you do when it is unbelievably good and you have made, you are a different person, you have transformed? What are the three things that you've done that have made it so? Those who will be successful in 2021 will do so not because they're lucky, not because things rolled out better than they did last year. They're going to do so because they are prepared. They will do so because they trained in advance. They trained their brain in advance. They trained themselves. They saw it in advance. Those who are moving and and, and becoming the individual, the leader, the person that deep down they knew they were always capable of being and expanding that ability to excel, they are doing it because they were deliberate and bold in their choices to call fear out and let go of control and letting it rip, taking a chance, doing it differently. What I know about you is that you are ready. If you're listening to this, you are invested in your future. You're committed to yourself and to those that you serve and those that you love. You know that you're here for a reason. You know that there is more to unleash within You've never been more prepared. It's happening this year. I am completely supportive and excited to see what it is that you will create. So just to review the five steps of the admit solution to finding yourself when you hide in action and pulling yourself out of it is first, A, admit that it's not your workload. Step two, D, drop your inner control freak. Three, make the agreement. I grow stronger every time I fail. Four, identify your resistance and then lean into the unknown. And five, train your brain for your new reality. I look forward to seeing what it is that you create. I am excited to go on this journey with you. We're having more 
coming forward on how to support you. But for right now, you can find me at breakthrough at ritahighland.com. I am delighted to talk with you. Go forward, put your best self in motion. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at ritahighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.